Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. To call a man transparent is to attack his soul, his very being. It can be received as the ultimate insult. Unless, that is, the man in question is actually, literally see-through. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Shanklin and his olive skin friend, Dave. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flats and Shanks True Crime Pod, where Tom and I talk about are criminally okay lives. Crime, 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 crime. Sinister, sinister, sinister. What I'm, cr- I'm, well, I'm David Flatman. I'm Tom Shanklin. What crimes are we talking about? Are we talking about murder? Or are we talking murder. about... Did Taggart ever say there's been a murder? We've discussed this. No, oh. we didn't. Um, or are we talking about petty theft? Like putting more one-piece weeks in their little paper bag? I'll tell you about theft. Let me tell you about theft. I got. You might notice uh, where you can see from where we are. You can see my um, car, right? Oh, I thought you were going to oh, say it's... that you've stolen a rugby career. Then <laughs> <laughs> I did. Well, I got. Blimmin', I got blimmin' arrested yesterday. Walking along with my hands in my pockets, concealing dangerous weapons. I'd say, oh, right, I'd yeah, say right. carrying small arms. <laughs> carrying small arms. I tell you what. I do often jokes aside. I do now, jokes. I do often look at you and wish I had arms like that. I got to carry these big bastards <laughs> around instead. <laughs> Anyway, I'll tell you about theft. Rip a man apart, though, couldn't they? Like a orangutan. <laughs> I went, I got my car cleaned in town. And I, you might notice I very rarely get my car cleaned. I have noticed, yeah. Yeah, because I, I drive so much, there's no point, And I don't really, sometimes I get the inside cleaned and not the outside, because I think it's cooler. And it's noir. And it's noir, so it shows Black. it all up. Well done. Schwarzer. But, it, but they, the, the blokes who clean it in town, in Bath, have doubled their rates. First of all, it used to be a tenner. Then it was 12 quid if it was a big car. Then 15, okay, 15 I can take. It's now 29 quid to get your car in and outed. It's inflation, mate. It's inflation. You don't live in the real world. You don't know about stuff like that. I said to him this morning, mate, are you taking the the mickey? And he was like, and he said, I said, there's no no one here. And he's like, half as many cars, half as many cars, same money. Supply and demand. Yeah, and he's in Bath where everyone's got... A bit of dough, or some a lot of people got a bit of dough, and I was yeah. like, uh, "What?" I'd committed by then. I parked it in there. I got out. I got my gym kit out. It's right next next door to the gym. It's the next Hold door on. along. You've been to the gym, have you? What? <laughs> what? Naughty. Oh, I wasn't going to mention it. Um, 
Well, it is a crime, actually, to go to the gym on that theme and not tell anyone. So you look like you've been to the gym today. You've got your sports gears on. Sports cash. Yeah, so I've been uh, just a little bit of weights. I'm playing touch tonight, so it's a double session for me today. Double so maths, is it? I will be, and uh, I'll have the golden 24-hour period tomorrow. Oh, mate. Eat what you want. Mate. I know. That's the best golden golden 72 hours. Oh, mate, I've, I've killed the barbecue this weekend. Have you? Oh, mate, yeah. Just what? everything on it. I had someone tweeting me saying, oh, can't believe you let Shanks get away with buying a gas barbecue. I was like, mate, gas barbecues are brilliant. I use it all the time. Yeah. I've also got like a wood stove and I get my pizza oven moved so I can use it more. I couldn't use my pizza oven where it was because all the smoke was blown into the neighbor's house. So it's been moved to the other side of the garden today. Uh, so come around if you want pizza. I so live I live, in posh part of Cardiff. Scion, Scion Lane in Bath. Anyway. The posh part. <laughs> I don't live on Sion Lane anyway. There isn't a road called Sion Lane. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. up. Um, so what did you have on the barbecue? Tell me that. Pray tell. Sweet chilli and black pepper ribs. Pork oh. ribs from Costco. Yeah, but they do all right meat at those places they sometimes. Do. Yeah. Well, I bought some fillet steak from Costco again. And I used a searing pad and then slowly cooked it so it was pull oh, apart. Oh, yeah. Used chopsticks to eat it. It was that soft. Did you? <laughs> I just use grandma's knitting needles. <laughs> you know, I saw the, the person who told me that these places do good meat sometimes, not always, sometimes. Is remember Richard Hill, the England scrum half? Yeah. Used to do 200 passes a day. Um, his son, Josh, who was, I believe, in the Bath Academy at one point, now isn't, he's a paediatrician at. A what? Paediatrician. He's, okay. he's a doctor. Yeah. Very, very bright. He's also a bodybuilder, a powerlifter. He is absolutely enormous. Right, enormous, and he looks like an absolute meathead, but he's actually really gentle, really bright guy. He kind of got it; he's got it nailed. And in a pair of in a pair of speedos, like the BFG, he's like Max Laheef. If Max Laheef swallowed Max Laheef, he is an absolute unit. It's a bit like the Beast in Beauty and the Beast when he better. grows to love better. Yeah, yeah, better. Yeah. But he told I saw him in there once, and he was just bulk buying um, chicken breasts. But he only eats good meat. That's how I know. But also, he was wearing a, a Nike T-shirt that said always going deep and I was like oh that's naughty so I got one because it means squats and that sort of stuff but it could be sexual innuendo and I bought it and I've never worn it because I feel like a bit of a silly billy they do good meat yeah they do so you must have fired up the barbie over the weekend um yeah I did some I did don't lie now if you haven't just say no no I didn't I had a nightmare nightmare boy been busy have you no I I wanted I didn't know I didn't fight the barbecue but I I did some chicken wangs but I did I did them indoors just because it was just easier and I was in a rush with the kids and they're quite smoky and it turns out the house in which we live has got a commercial grade alarm system right so without boring you it the smoke alarm went off and that set off the main house alarm and holy moly it was like someone had broken into an embassy and couldn't stop it. In the end, I'm, ring- I'm ringing ADT because that's the number on the thing. And it's like, your contract was cancelled by the lady that sold the house. You don't have a contract with us. We can get someone to you next Tuesday. And it's 265 quid plus VAT. Oh. I was like, right, you're- this is killing me. Like, Prime. You-, you, could- you couldn't be in the house. It's that loud. It's brutal. So the kids took their chicken wangs across the garden because it was so loud. Neighbours are coming round. Dogs are freaking out. It's horrendous. And this goes on for an hour and a half, right? In the end, I was like, Danny Hipkiss, who I've told you, did like a lot of the work at our house. He is like a little bit special, like a bit Rain Man. 
and I texted him and said, Danny, do you remember the code to my alarm from when you were so at my house? Don't even know the code. Don't know the code, mate. I, I've, ne- it's never, I've never used it. And I was like... Don't say it's zero, 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 zero. No, so I was like, I know it's not that. So I was like, you need to... Do you remember the code? The lady told you it last August. And he was like, hmm, give me a minute. Takes himself into a dark room and he literally texts me, give me the name of your neighbour to the left as you look out, your, look out the front gate. I was like, her name's Paddy. He's like, bang, 1953. Bang, 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 off. He that, literally remembered it like that. That's um, Darren Brown yeah. sort of stuff going yeah, on there. Yeah, amazing. Like, amazing. So he solved it. But yeah, anyway, it was, I did some chicken wangs. And nice. the kids love chicken wangs so much that they're getting chicken wangs again tonight. Really? What sauce yeah. do you have on? Well, do you know what I did, which sounds like a real cheat, but the guys at, you know, I get all my, most of my meat from the same place. I get it from um, Field and Flower. And they do these chicken wangs in a bag I, I took them out of the bag and fried them up and stuff which made all the smoke and they were like yeah it seems like a cheat but just do it just try it once so I tried it just in the bag and they're all organic and all that stuff of course they are but it was beautiful had happy lives didn't they yeah well they were slaughtered so there you go so I didn't fight the barbecue no but um, do you, do you eat any fruit boy? over the weekend yeah I do eat I had a cream tea at the art fair did you know coffee's a fruit <laughs> Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's chocolate, isn't it? Coffee is, is it, actually yeah? a fruit. So when you're having a coffee in the morning, just think of it as one of your five a day, but burnt. <laughs> yeah, charred. Cover burnt fruit. <laughs> yeah. I did, uh, no, I did have an apple over the weekend, yeah. yeah. An apple a day. Keeps, keeps the, the doctor away. Cardiac arrest away. Keeps the paediatrician away. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know how we got onto that. but Yeah. So no thir- barbecue as much as I wanted, boy. Thursday, right? I played in Enterprise Whale... Slash South of England Enterprising Wales Entrepreneurial Wales Enterprise Rent-A-Car Wales Slash South of England Might even be worldwide Golf day Played at Cottrell Park We put a team in Because Enterprise do a lot with us On the hospitality side So we put a team in Sponsored a whole And In my team I had Former All Black Xavier Rush Oh High energy Yeah High energy Good at golf or just powerful No good at golf He's okay no, not a bad little touch for a big man. Oh, I hate that. Still looking massive and doesn't do like a drop of weights. Really? Yeah. He doesn't do weights? Nope. He's a unit. I know. Played with the Wolf, James Rainbird, Pink Pig Loans. Oh, the Loans, yeah. And Chris Sadler, who, big fan of the podcast. Jockey. He, he works for... He's work, a dad of jockey, yeah. He works for um, Enterprise Cars. Um, so, cracking day. And we won. We won. Believe it or not, I want an Amazon Echo Dot. Hang on, you bandit. What did you put your handicaps in as? 12, I was. Remember when Ches used to lie at all the golf golf tournaments, win all the prizes, because he's a bandit. He used yeah. to lie about his handicap. No, I played off 12, um, but it was Texas Scramble off the tee. means nothing to you, mate, because you don't know about golf or follow golf. I have no idea but what it means. But we scored 106 points, best two scores. So, fantastic day. And i tell you what, the, um, the Ron Skinner boys, they're, they're big fans of, uh, of this pod. They've got a... Car dealership, they sell cars up in the valleys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they come out for a few beers after. They love the fact that Sadler, because Sadler's their mate, Chris Sadler's their mate, and he sells them a lot of cars and buys a lot of cars off. And they love the fact he had Weetabix for breakfast. Remember, I took a vid. Remember, I took a little video of uh, Sadler having Weetabix. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the Blues played Poe. Yeah. You actually had Weetabix as well. Yeah, I like Weetabix. At Wyndham, in the morning, in the hotel, all this food on offer, you had two Weetabix. 
grow you, up. You know why? No, grow you know up. why? That's why. That's how I'm 125 kgs and no longer 140 kgs. Wheat bloats you. I've told you that. You're swelling right now. Yeah, but yesterday I had a packet of bacon, four sausages and four eggs for breakfast. So okay. I'll try not to do that very often or I'll be dead soon. Okay, Maybe. Um, but then uh, the um, Ron Skinner boys were good fun. Lee, um, Lee Farah, Sean uh, Seward and Steve Evans were there and loved it, they did. A few beers after. Oh, Down yeah. Bar 44. Tucked in, is it? Tucked in. But yeah, so I'm, I'm loving the uh, Amazon Echo at the moment. Is that, you want one each? Got caught, it's Alexa. Yeah. You want one each? Okay. Have you, have you, I suppose you haven't got that. You love gadgets. Yeah, but I, I've I've gone, I've regressed. So I I used to have the really all the really complicated home cinema, home network stuff at my last house. And it's like, do you know, it, it, not that it You've broke You've gone for time. an Iowa hi-fi, have you? Uh, yeah. I've just got Sonos speakers and tellies and Sky Q. It's all you need, mate. Did you watch the golf last night? Of course I didn't. Oh, so good. Tiger Woods is on it, isn't he? Tiger Woods is back, definitely. I actually, I actually love that. I actually really love that. And I don't know why I love that. I just do. I'm not... I like the underdog thing, but I also like dominant champions. Yeah, you see, Webb Simpson was leading by something like seven shots going into the final round. Mm. Maybe seven, six. I can't remember. It was a lot of shots. But I had a bet on Tiger. I also had a bet on Lee um, because the odds were so high mm. to win it. But no, it was good. Webb Simpson won. Looked, looked amazing. So Tiger was didn't win it? No, but he is back and he's playing well. Um, it's funny because when you... I watched this this program about. Why it is it ago. funny to start with? Because the old underdog thing is funny. Because we all like if, if we're neutral. Hang on, I tell you, it's hilarious. Wait for it. We all like underdogs winning when our team or our guy isn't playing, right? So if you're neutral, you want the underdog to win something like that, often. But actually, what's most popular is generally in sport is dominant champions, repeatedly dominant champions. So, and it goes back to sort of the gladiatorial days with the biggest crowd by a mile biggest crowds by a mile were drawn by the rock stars you know evidently yeah. so that more people will go and watch Neymar Ronaldo Messi than will watch you know the underdogs that might win effectively so you know if Cardiff City play against Real people aren't going to watch Cardiff City of course not you know so it ends up being a nice story but people go to watch Tiger don't they they do go to watch so I, Tiger so I like the fact that he's and, uh, yeah. but had that's a frigging hard time and he's back funny. Um, but anyway also... then he farted and lit it with a fag lighter did you see that <laughs> <laughs> what's he like but I had a little bet on Cardiff Blues at half time against did you uh, lost the year oh you so did, did alright on that then I did alright on that um, I'm just going to show you now that this is something I posted on Instagram today and Facebook this is Gethin Jenkins mouthing some words and someone's put a voice to it. <laughs> so, so the camera... Oh, that is brilliant. The, the camera, oh, look at that on Insta. That is genius. The camera's pan round to Gethin Jenkins after the match who wasn't playing because of a, a bit of a, a dodgy calf. And he's mouthed some words along the lines of fudging something. I can't believe that. Um, obviously due to the, the way in which the Blues won it which we'll talk about in a bit yeah in a bit oh that's brilliant that it's good isn't that it that is very well done yeah. yeah I like that I like um, that a lot so then quite weekend for me boy just you know becoming dad of the year doing oh, stuff you're going to get a number one dad mug hopefully Jesus. looking for it and a t-shirt Jesus um, that's it um, you can ask me what I did well I'm expecting you to tell in the gym this morning what what Tell you, I was in the gym with, not in the gym with, who I saw in the gym. Some of the Bath boys are in there. So Charlie Yule's second row, big lad. He was in there. 
Uh, Rory Jennings, young fella. He's about to go on holiday, a lad's holiday, to Croatia on a boat, which I've done myself, which is one of the best weeks of my life. Um, Kane Palmer, Newport. They're all lovely fellas. And Nathan Catt, who's um, the best lad knocking about. And it breaks me seeing... Nathan Catt's hurt himself again. It breaks me seeing him injured. And you get injured playing rugby, don't you? But it's funny because Ben Obano is playing really, really well for Bath. And has a great season and unlucky not to be on the England tour, probably, or cl- very close to it, at least. But... I still, I still maintain that if Nathan Cat was fit, he would have played for England a lot of times by now if he'd stayed fit because he is properly special. Were you holding player. court in the gym? No, not at all. Really? No. Were you Jeff, out, Jeff were you out from him or not? No. No? No, I was doing light weights today. I wasn't doing heavy weights. Okay, So yeah. only, only squatting 200 for reps. What else do you do that we As a joke, as a joke. Um, I went on... Well, it's funny you should ask, Tommy. It's not funny at all. It's, it's funny... When you say that, it is not funny at all. It's funny it's you should ask. It's just a natural response that comes out. No, it's like when someone says, have a look at this, you'll love this, and they're flicking something on their phone, and you're, it's like, no... you either say it's interesting, or it's funny that. Which so, one is it? It's neither. Okay. Well, do you want to go back Do you want to go back to what I was doing before the weekend, or not? You done, You did your golf day, so... No, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Thursday, I did the... Um, hosted the... Northampton Saints end of season oh, yeah. dinner, and they were. I think it was people were like, "Oh, it'd be awkward because it wasn't a great season." It's not awkward at all. Like I've finished worse than that. <laughs> you know, we had a really good time. Um, Rip into him, yeah, God, God yes. Yeah. Um, and it's only a shame that um, Dorian West wasn't there because I was going to rip into Dorian because I know Dorian well. I, I must say, I really like him. We played together a bit and played against each other for years, and yeah. so he was going to get it, but he didn't go to the dinner for obvi- for understandable reasons. But um, my first interview was with uh, Appy Ratuna Yaroa. And um, big for G in second row, and he was like, first of all, I want to thank God for giving me the strength." And I was like, "Oh, he gave you the strength, did he? It wasn't your diet then? It wasn't genetics? God!" So like, maybe you got his number because uh, not in regular touch, but he is a unit. They were calling big business at Saints. <laughs> he is a unit. I never knew he was that big. He is properly huge. And um, yes, yeah, a big business one. And we had some great guys on stage, and we had a chat with Rob Horn, who's obviously yeah. retired, and it's the first time he's sort of talked semi-publicly about his thing and. Um, about his injury and jeez what a nice fella um, anyway it was really really good fun Friday I hosted Johnny R's testimonial dinner at um, the Worcester Scrum Half at Worcester Cathedral in the proper in the nave of the cathedral are you serious? yeah are yeah so that was really nice I mean what a venue you know it's quite a lot of these dinners are reasonably similar to one another it's nice when someone does something different like when yes. Fodes sang with Tom Evans and Kieran Brooks and Danny Cameron yeah you hated that I didn't hate that. Sorry, just, sorry. It's not, not my scene at all, yeah. but I loved watching it. I would hate to be part of it. Yeah. So this was something different. The venue was beautiful. So, and Ed Jackson, you know, the lad who dived into a pool and broke his neck, he, I, you know, we, we made some bars. So I drove him up there and he talked, he spoke at the dinner. And I honestly, this, I know he's an amazing representative for charities, for Restart and stuff like that. And the RPA, that guy, and this is a crude thing to say, but it's true. That guy, since he hurt himself, the way he talks, how bright he is, how sounds odd, how what he's like to look at. He is big. He's unbelievably good looking. He's super articulate. He's nice. He's funny. He is just, and he's completely candid. That guy has to. He has to use this injury to his sort yeah. of commercial gain because yeah. that, that could be a career for him. He is amazing at it. And I was standing there like I've heard Jacko speak a hundred times, known him for years, and I was like, this guy is brilliant. He's one of the well, best to go what he's there. gone through and to come out the other side, is that yeah. is an unbelievable journey and story. 
Yeah, it's brilliant. And he tells it so well, and he's so open, and he's like, mate, can you help me do my bow tie? Because I wasn't very good at this before my head fell off. You know, and it's kind of super, so we had a good crack. Um, but then I stayed up in a, a Premier Inn, uh, M5 Junction 6. Um, Downgraded. I stayed there, yeah. But There's no rugby on the weekend, was there? <laughs> no. Counting <laughs> pennies. No, exactly it, yeah. So I stayed in Worcester, but I um, because the next morning, Saturday morning, I was in Nuneaton doing my CBT so the yeah. first stage of my bike licence with Triumph but I did it with Dylan Hartley that's why I went up there and you had it. a lot of there's a lot of response on Twitter as to what boots you should wear yeah because Dylan I saw Dylan what, at you went with Chelsea like, boots in the end he's like it? what are you wearing what are you wearing because I've got a leather jacket should I wear that I was like Dylan do not wear a leather jacket mate you look tragic we both got there and they and they had leather jackets for us to put on and we both well, oh, these, so are, that wasn't these are actually really cool they, it is now they let us keep okay. them which is really nice of them so Nuneaton's a long way from where I live. I could have done it in Bath. Even Triumph were, were tweeting it as well. Yeah, yeah, Triumph. They're, they're, well done. They're real good lads. So we're going to do our... they basically like, right, Flats, Dylan, what do you want to get out of this? And I was like, I want my bike licence. I will probably never like buy... I will never buy a fast bike, a yeah. sports bike. I would never drive through a city on a bike willingly. But I would like on nice sunny days to cruise to the pub, to cruise around... I'll probably do 500 miles a year Can on you, a bike. Are you allowed to drink then and drive a motorbike, are you? No. You have right. to drink at pubs. I Pubs are, pubs are lunch for me, mate. Okay. We're fine. athletes. I don't, okay, fine. fine I'm not. Fine. So I would like to do that. And it's like, right, two seaters. I was like, no, I'd probably never take anyone on the back. I, would, I, would, I like the idea of going probably slower on a bike than I do in my car, but cruising around and on a big throbber. Did you say at the end? <laughs> did you say at the end as well? And if there's... Um, if there's anything go for free, I'll have it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they no like no. they they do have. I mean, that would be a bonus, wouldn't it? That'd be lovely, right? So I'm so I'm a nerd about cars, bikes, stuff like that. And Massively, as you know that. Yeah. So I've never had a motorbike. I don't know loads about motorbikes, but I know enough to know that I think so. The so one of the like the main the big boss of Triumph was there as well with his kid, who's really nice, and you know so he brings his kid for to meet Dylan yeah, basically, lovely. and his kid's really shy, and I was like, look. I know it's a bit awkward, but I said, get your get little kid Dexter, get him over there, get him chucking a ball around with Dylan and film it because he's playing rugby with the England captain there, you know, and it's it's normal to us, but it's not to a little kid. Yeah, of course not. And Dylan's just like the nicest guy. So, yeah, this, it was really lovely, but I know, I asked him about it and he's like, I'm not telling you about that because, you know, but I know or I'm confident that there is a special bike that Triumph are going to build a special edition bike and it's the bike I've always wanted, but they stopped making it. They're going to do a new version. So I said... If you make that bike, put my name down for one because that is the sort of thing I would buy and ride twice a year. It's not but the keep one it forever. like Steve McQueen used in the no, Escape, no, it? it's a big. It's I mean it's mega fast, but you don't have to go. It's not a sports bike. I would not be going fast on it. It's just a big, heavy, you know, like big on a sort day like this. It's Monday. We're at the border for Wales and England. I, I, I would have I would have ridden it here. Yeah, I came exactly. on the motorway. I came behind a guy on a Harley out of Bath, and I was. I got here later than you because I actually went quite slow because I sat behind him because I liked his bike. Yeah. And I followed him all the way here and he's having a lovely ride, riding really defensively, safely. So Dylan and I rode motorbikes for two hours on the road. Cool. On Saturday. Yeah. yeah. I anyway. always I wanted a motorbike after watching the film Wild Hogs. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, exactly it. And but, then I grew up. Yeah, grew up. But I was sitting with, we're sitting, uh, Dylan and I were on this like industrial estate and there's these women clearing out this storage unit and he's like, hey, look at him. Checking out the big dogs on the hogs. That's <laughs> like, yeah, two blokes in like brand new shiny leather jackets on one two fives with L plates. <laughs> it's like not cool. You wouldn't want to have road rage with you two. 
No, especially not with Dylan. Um, but yeah, so then I, I was... was can't, so, can't I was, gouge someone in the helmet though, can you? He didn't. He's never been done for Sorry. gouge, mate. Sorry. Contact there. Sorry. Um, so he... Uh, yeah, so home Saturday evening, which was really nice. Went out for dinner on Saturday night um, to the Olive Tree in Bath. Um, not sponsored. Um, just, Tommy, I'm going to say this to you now. I've, I must have eaten there 10 times over the last 15 years or more. And... I've never had a mouthful of food that wasn't amazing in all those visits. It was unbelievable. It's amazing food. And then yes, yesterday being Sunday, went to an art fair. Did you buy anything? Yeah. Knew you would. What'd you buy? I wouldn't have bought anything, but... Did you buy you know, a big my, picture of a cow? The girls, no. Bought a picture of a sailor. Bought, Do you uh, remember when Kieran Bracken did a bit of artwork? Yeah. And, and it was... <laughs> And it was like just splashed art all over a canvas. It, and gave it was like it, to called, Kim it was called it was called Obsession. That's it, that's it. <laughs> Kieran Bracken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being funny. It looked like it looked like someone's shirt in school when you've got a, a fountain <laughs> yeah. pen, you've just flicked it on the back. Yeah. And he, and he called it Obsession by Kieran Bracken. He gave it to Kev Sorrell, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Art's just an interpretation anyway, isn't it? I remember him saying to Yeah, Kev commissioned this. Kev commissioned this piece. <laughs> It's like, there's only one piece here, mate, and that's you. <laughs> yeah, he's given up now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we yeah, because we all had to pretend it was really good, and we liked it because he was the captain. I remember, I remember um, Francois Pienaar's reaction to it, and he was like, he brought it in, and he's like, Kieran, what is this? And he's like, Is this a joke? He's like, it's a joke. It's a good joke. And like, slap KB on the back, and he's like, slapped him on the back. And he's like, It's not a joke. He's like, Ah, it's a good joke. <laughs> and he's like, This isn't for real, but. Yeah, it was, it was actually a really nice little um, art fair, Tommy. You know, you're so mature these days. And then we're su- we're super lucky because down the road from us, we've got some friends who have a gorgeous house and they have a gorgeous swimming pool by their house. It's literally at the bottom of our road, and they're hardly ever there because they're on holiday a lot and they're in debt. But even when they are there or when they're not, they're just like you know where the keys are, you know what the code is. As long as you feed the cat, come on in. So then take the kids down to their pool the last couple of Sundays, and they're just. I think oh, four hours in the pool. Nice. Yeah, it's amazing. Haven't got to buy a pool now, have we? There we are. Um, done. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So two big games of the weekend. We start Friday night. Oh, what a game. Blues, Gloucester, Bilbao. A couple of my mates went over. Bubs and Andrew went over. Oh, yeah. And Bur- Now, Bubs is... He's, He's done his own test to see what he's intolerant to. Not allergic to, he's intolerant. He's intolerant to wheat, he's intolerant to lager. Isn't everyone. To bread. Yeah. Um, he pricked himself, sent it off, didn't even go to the doctors, you know, so it's a bit of a DIY kit. Um, right, so what's he going to do about it? This was the first, and he's been drinking Guinness now. I've never, never known him to drink Guinness. Now he's having Guinness all the time and makes out, he loves it. But anyway, <laughs> he goes over to Bilbao and he gets on the lager. Of course he does, in the sun. And he started swelling apparently. Really? Yeah, he started swelling. He looked swollen the whole he time. Started, he know. wakes up swollen. I know. Not not due to the fact he bought a slim fit Ralph Lauren polo shirt. Oh, <laughs> um, oh no. But the boys went. They said it was an amazing time. They said they stayed in a hotel right next to the stadium. And what a game as well. Now, Amazing game. Half time, 20 points to six. Blues had a missed opportunity with Scully in the corner. But... You know, Trinder scored a good try. They were getting drilled at half-time. Atkinson, yeah, they were. They were getting drilled at half-time. The odds were really high about the Blues having to come back. And I thought, you know what? I'll put a little bit of money on them at 8-1. to one. How much uh, you put on? Just a little bit. How much? Tenner. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Half a tank of fuel in your Range Rover. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> put another naught on the end of that. and um, And they came back. Because they've not done hardly anything in that first half. It was all Gloucester. Gloucester were playing with tempo. They were winning the collisions. Josh Navidi went off really early on. Ollie Robinson mm. came back on. Uh, was, came on. He was brilliant, Ollie Robinson. Yeah, and there was a great photo of Ollie Robinson and his oh. family after. They're just, they're brothers. Yeah, it's like they're twins. Twins yeah, and their dad. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, but the Blues did come back. I mean, I think Gloucester can be a little bit miffed I would say that one of the tries was disallowed it was an out the back pass I'm not sure if it was Honeck or Hansen throws a bit of a cap flap and the linesman gives it his forward pass but when you look at it it was a try Mm. Um, and also I'm not sure it looked a little bit like Smith may be in front of Evans when a grubber's put through but look that happens every weekend in rugby mm. it's highlighted a little bit more because it's in a final bet there's there's decisions that go for there's decisions that go against you know it's human you, error it is uh, yeah. well yeah it is but it's just stuff like that happens every single game so you yeah. cannot use that as an excuse for losing a game you have to adapt you have to react the amount of times it's happened to you as a team when yeah. tries has been given against you it's did it's you karma. See, you see Gloucester's it all tweet. Comes around. Yes, they deleted it and then they said they did. And 
they said silly tweet earlier, something like wrist slapped. A little bit, a little bit bitter after the final match. Yeah, but at least Emotions. Yeah, but what a comeback. Um, Gareth Anscombe moved mm. to, had a great game all the way through. Moved to 10 for the last sort of 15, 20 minutes. I think it's one of the best games I've seen him play. Mm. His ball in hand, his kick in, puts a crossfield kick in really late on. It's just to nail that kick as well from the touchline. It was an assured performance from him at 15 and 10. And to nail a kick right on the touchline to win the game with about a minute left to play was just phenomenal. The pressure was on. It wasn't a kick that you'd expect to get. It's quite a low percentage kick, and he just boomed it. But also, producing a performance like that in the final quarter of the biggest game of the season, that says a lot for him in international terms. That will give him a leg up because he's produced the best performance he's got especially the, with, with under the most pressure. Yeah, especially with him and Patchell both being yeah. selected for the Welsh Tour. But yeah. That will do him some favours, that. It will do, hugely, because it's such a big game as well. You know, had that been a a league game or an Anglo-Welsh game mm. you wouldn't have taken too much notice of it because think, it was a final do you think Gloucester huge. would have won if they'd had Cipriani at 10 possibly they, might, they will have next year possibly really big signing that isn't it huge signing saw it early on Twitter they got Owen Williams and Billy Burns as well they obviously just couldn't resist what a player the he QB, is the QB the quarterback um, what what a player they have signed I mean I have. we'll talk about that in a minute but yeah I just I, wanted to say about Foul Felice finishing oh, his last 41 game. I know no one knew his age. I don't even think that's correct. But Big foul, the governor. That's I love what he is. I know, I know. What a way for him to finish. He got a bit of a guard of honour at the end. The boys yeah. all clapped him through. But he's been phenomenal for the Blues for the time he's been there. He's also kept KFC in Cardiff in business yeah. for such a long time. While never putting on any body fat. He's still 41 now. He's still a unit and he's got bulging veins in his biceps. He's a joke. Ellis Jenkins had a good game at seven yeah. as well. Every breakdown. He was you see him congratulate it. his sister at the end for finishing yeah. uni. I mean, the, only <laughs> thing, the only thing I would say is that he was captain of the day. Gethin Jenkins is captain of the the team yeah. the whole season. Now Ellis needed to go on last. He went up first to collect his medal. Ellis did. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you've got to go on last, haven't you? Yeah. Of course you have. At the end. So he went on first. He didn't know what to do then. He was just stood around the trophy. For a while, but uh, good yeah. point. Really good yeah. point. That's experience. That is that point. is experience. He also needed someone to tell him. Yeah, but I, I feel as an Englishman, I feel gutted for Gloucester because I was, I quite like them to have won it. Because I, then you see like Woodward and Trinder have been left out of the England touring squad, and for me, it's like, what? Why are you going there without those two? Why are you going there without those two? So I kind of wish they'd finished their season on a high because they've been so good to watch. But they were, they were really good first half. And you think, wow, mm. twenty points to six. You know, this is how'd you lose that? Well, when you lead by such a when you're leading by 14 points at half time, teams are always going to come back at you. No matter yeah. what people say, it's always going to happen because you switch off a little bit. You've got a nice, comfortable lead, and that is what happened. We didn't see much of Gloucester that second half. They got a push over try. Hansen scored a try, driving line out, but they just couldn't get it together. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. the Blues come out at half time, score straight away. Yep. with Thomas Williams who picks up what a pickup off the floor. He's running oh, full pelt. Amazing. Picks it up, goes over. Um, special try that was. Yeah, it helps that he's four foot, mind. Yeah, to loads of gravity. It's like, but we in our, in our team meetings at Bath, it was always like Mirzy, great body positions. It's like, mate, his forearms are on the floor anyway. Yeah, like he's four foot three. Um, but on the so well done Cardiff Blues. That's that is that's super sharp. Unlucky to Gloucester, brutal. But 
the Cipriani signing for Gloucester is huge, isn't it? Yeah, it is it huge. Is. It is huge. So I guess he was waiting to see if he's on the England it's tour to a, see if he stayed. Yeah, possibly, but it's not. A, it's not often. I mean, he would have had plenty of options. But what you've got is when you're waiting so long to sign a contract, there's a lot of things that can go wrong during those times. Twist you know, your ankle. Twist your ankle. You could rupture your knee. You any serious injury is going to war is going to flag up to clubs not to sign you isn't it so yeah. a lot of players sign around Christmas time for the following year Yeah, to hold on is a risk backed himself though yeah it is a risk but if you're playing well and you back yourself yeah, you're going to reap the rewards and he's done that with Gloucester um, I wonder what happened with Williams and Burns I think everyone seems on social media quite happy that he's been selected for the tour because you could say well Owen Williams okay he's he's actually really good 12 and fine but you've got Mark Atkinson there and for me, there's no one playing 12 at Gloucester instead of him. You cut, yeah, you have to play him. So, so what an interesting one. And Billy Burns, is they've invested a lot in Billy Burns and he's done really well for them and I expect he will do more. But you have got, you've got four, you've got four top players. Put 12 trees in there as well. He's been playing really well recently. Mainly he's been 13. playing 13, yeah. But you've got four slash five top guys in those two positions. All of them will be well paid. They're all senior players now. That you know, that's twelve trees had a lovely little bit of foot movement to get outside. He did, didn't he? He looked really yeah. nice at thirteen, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he does. I'm not sure of his outright pace at thirteen. He seems quick enough, but you never really know someone's pace until either there's an intercept or you're chasing someone down or you're covering back or you make a clean break. That's what Jonathan Joseph's got, isn't it? That's yeah. why. But he also someone like Mike Tyndall. I always you might disagree, but I always thought his pace was underrated. I always thought he's oh, quick, no, he's, quick he's than he looked. Yeah, yeah definitely yeah. was. Um, so then we had the, the final end of the. European Champions Cup on Saturday. Mm. Totally different day. Lovely hot sunshine Friday. A lot of rain on Saturday. And not El Clasico, was it? It wasn't a classic. No. No. It wasn't what we all hoped for, really. I loved it? I loved all those tries that were scored. Slash none. Mm. Um, but it wasn't. I mean, it was it was an ugly win. But Mate, Leicester's kid. fourth win. Uh, Issa Nasewa. Has won four European. So has Kian Healy, Johnny Sexton, Devon yep. Tone. They've won four European Cups. Four. That's outrageous. Outrageously good. Um, Rassin lose Lambie early on. Carter's meant to be on a bench. He's not fit. So it's two fly halves. They've lost. Brutal. It is brutal. Just when you want someone like. Machino out as well. Just when you want someone like, yeah, Dan Carter to come on because Lambie just changes direction. Looks like the lateral. Ligament in his knee goes, um, and that's when you want the quality of. So well, Remy Tallis comes on. He's got a load of caps, and he's you know. He's, yeah, he's good. He's but he's. He ain't Dan Carter, is he? No, he's not. He's third choice at the moment. Yeah. There, so and there's a reason why. Yeah. Um, but it was just a, a tough fought out win. By how Lens. about how about two things? Levy in the back row. Yeah. For Leinster, he is just one of my favourite players to watch. He seems to be brilliant for Ireland. Brilliant re- for reasonably big unit, well put together but three times stronger than you expect him to be, like Stephen Ferris. I thought Ryan in second row was oh. possibly my man of the match. Could you could you call him world-class? Not yet. You, you, could you, the best team in the world is the All Blacks. Could you stick him in the All Blacks team and he'd be fine? Yes, I'd yeah, argue yes. You and I could be in the All Blacks team. Very true, Tom. They'd still function. Very true, take it all back. Probably better. Um, but he was just, <laughs> he, was, he was so physical all day. Yeah. Up, tackle, down, up, tackle, down, smashing people back. He's a great player to watch. He Re- was a great player Really to watch. like him. Now, how about... Um, so, well done, Leinster. Well done, Leinster. Teddy Thomas. Yeah. Again, one of the best players to watch in Europe, but he didn't all go his way, did it? Fairly quiet. Fairly quiet. 
made a nasty error as well towards the end. It's not, it's not nice. He's it's still, nice. he's still, he what is, a player. he is world class. I would love, I would love a Premiership club to sign him just so you could watch him every week. So I've seen James Haskell's gone to Northampton. Yeah, yeah. How old is Haskell? Um, I think he's forty-seven now. He's actually coming on our Not pod. He's coming on our live Guinness Fuller's pod next Monday. Um, keep an eye on Twitter updates for tickets. It's going to be released soon. It's going to be in Redden. It's going to be in the Three Guineas pub, which is bang in the middle of Redden Station. We'll let you know. Not on but the tracks. He he's coming. So can't wait to listen to his chat. Yeah, old fence teeth. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? A big signing for Northampton, actually. I mean, not not that they need a back row, but it's not all about need. I mean, if you think what he might add... Different back row for different needs. Yeah, I'd, but what he might add Monday to Friday as well as on match days, because he's been doing some really good stuff again recently on the field, but what he might add, um, you know, someone like Jamie Gibson. I mean, how much, how much does he need? He's one of the best players in the Premiership every week, but maybe someone like Askell could take him to the next level maybe he could improve him in certain areas or whatever um, he'll be on the bench or he'll start he'll have an impact either mm. way yeah so it's good yeah it's good signing yeah we've got some good fixtures coming up in the uh, Prem we've got the playoffs oh, yeah Sarri's Wasps Chiefs Newcastle I'm at Chiefs actually for that Tommy you're back on the TV oh yeah I do miss it when you're not on the TV so mate. I can finally get Deliveroo again <laughs> <laughs> and give the driver a tip give the rider a tip £2.50 tip go on yeah Although I must say I quite like these weekends off. I tell you, I don't get many don't get many, mate. No, you don't. Do you know what I do not do I did not do I not did not watch either of the European games live. I was out, I recorded them, didn't I didn't sit in and watch rugby on my days off either. Have you watched The Alienist yet on Netflix? No. It's very, very good. I finished it. Get into it. You told me about it and I've is it sci fi? Mm, it's like Penny Dreadful. No. It's not sci fi, it's just about is. Murders go on in, I think it's the late 1800s. Right, okay. And they've got a sort of child psychologist because a lot of the murders, well, all the murders are children. And he comes and he sort of tries Sorry. to help profile the killer and find the killer. The alienist. Right, the I'm alienist. Gonna, is it on, net- on letters? I'm going to look this up tonight. I'm also watching Fowder, I think it's called. Oh, funny you say that. I've been told to watch that by someone. Yeah, again, it's it's on Netflix. It's subtitled, but I'm about two or three episodes in Adrian Marsh from DS Smith he's the FD DS Smith group he told me to watch it he's a big Saris supporter Fowder invited me down to watch um, Saris play Wasps next weekend but I can't make it because I'm going to watch E17 at dinner so without trying to be too um, this isn't big time at all but without trying to be too I know something you don't know which is a bit smug I um, got recommended Fowder because it's based on Israeli intelligence agency, isn't it? Israeli, yes. Israeli, Israeli Special Forces, Mossad. And I had a meeting in London last week with some guys I know regarding a new venture they're doing with uh, a group of ex-Mossad operatives. It's a really, really cool idea, but I'm actually not allowed to... So it is, because, which is really annoying for everyone, including you. But I so I went and had a couple of drinks in London with these ex-Mossad guys, and the guy and one of the guys there... Can't say his name. One of the I've forgotten anyway. I, I couldn't pronounce properly anyway. But it was Fowder is based on him, so he was one of the guys it was based on. Uh, no, it looks like it's based on you. You look like one of the guys. I look like look like all of them. Yeah, I was like do. I was like these space. Sort of Are you Israeli intelligence? <laughs> I was like, I was, uh, yeah, that, that oh, falls down, doesn't it? Be. The intelligence bit. But I was like, I was waiting with my friend, and I was like, when they walk in, are we even going to notice them? 
Are we going to notice all age is going to slip in without us noticing? And then these three absolute units turn up who look, <laughs> who look, like, who look like me, but better. And it was like, ah, that's them. We've got yeah. quite a few questions on Twitter. We've got Phil J on Twitter, and we've also got Ricky Jones on Twitter. Gustard, Edwards, and Ryan rumoured for the uh, quinch job. Who would be the best fit? So Dean Ryan. Yes. Sean, Sean Edwards, Edwards and Paul Gustard. Uh, is that... Edwards and Dean Ryan are probably the only... I don't think Gustard has. the only two that have actually been a DOR of a club. It doesn't work, though, because you've got two defence coaches in there. Edwards and Gustard are both defence coaches. Who would be the best fit? I said not. Would they all three work together? Oh, right. Well, I expect most clubs would be interested in Dean Ryan. But yeah. he's, just, he's not long taken a new job, at, taken a job at the RFU. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll don't know. I don't know Sean Edwards. I know Paul Gustard, and he's great, and he's a great bloke, and he's very bright, and he has great ideas. But he's, you'd imagine, I, you know, the chat is that being an England coach is very, very hard work under Eddie Jones, but I've never heard him say a negative word about it. You'd imagine he's in a dream job and he ain't leaving before the World Sean Cup. Sean Edwards does wonders as well. What he's done with Wales, what he's done with the Blues, their defence. Yeah. I think they're the best defensive record over the Challenge Cup. Um, and also, though, you get a lot of money from him for fines. So the end of season drinks, you can go mental because he just wears wrong kit all the time. Yeah, do him. And his nickname's Gary Wackett off Mike Bassett England manager which you've not watched but those who have seen Mike Bassett England manager Sean Edwards is Gary Wackett um, Dowie Morris not the Dowie Morris how did the CBT go we've covered that cheers our kid went very well Colin Hinchliff what's your favourite cocktail I had a cocktail called um, a Fucus which I kept calling a mucus um, a while ago I was with Paul Doran Jones at the Hamyard Hotel in London he looks swankier than me. He sprayed his jeans on. Yeah. Had to get a fish slice to get them off. Vacpack geese. And um, there was one called a fucus, and it was so nice. I ended up having three because I'm a bit of a lad. I like, it's a pretty standard stock answer, but I like a Long Island iced tea. Okay. It's that, got, it's okay. strong, that's why. And you can taste the spirits in it. I hate cocktails where you can't taste the alcohol. You think, well, what's in it? Oh, no, I like that. No, I want the strong ones. So um, Long Island Ice Tea. Daffod Evans, who would win this Blues team or the one you played with, boy? Um, one I played in. What a stupid question. Yeah. Because I was in it. Um, James Rainbird, the Wolf, wants to know, have you ever been to La Manga? Have you been to La Manga? No. I right. know you have. I'm not, I invite I'm, I'm you not every going, year. Man. I'm not going. It's a charity golf tournament that Peter Scrivener organises. It's for a little bit for Help for Heroes, some for the Wasps um, Rugby Foundation. So money goes to disadvantaged kids to help to help them through rugby it's an amazing trip it's full of corporates we need you there mate no put it this way I've got to do the court session now I know, I'm, not, not, I'm not doing it I don't play golf I know you don't really need to but do you know what I just it's the idea is it three days yeah it's the idea of three day, three basically massive all days in a row with no sleep and then getting on a plane and flying home and having to operate when I get home it's like it just, does, just doesn't appeal to me anymore I know I'm only 38, but you keep saying I'm having a midlife crisis because I want to do my bike test. Um, but I don't, and I've got black trainers now, like Gavin Henson, but I don't want... And veneers. I've had my veneers done. I haven't. But I don't. I just don't want to do that, mate. What colour did you go from? I went beige. From, I went from brown to beige. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's an interesting one. Um, Doug Walker. Listening to Matt Dawson on the BBC, you would think... Sips was barely managing to get in a bottom three side, never mind running the attack for a top four side who just mantle a lot of good defences. Why do some people have it in for him several years after he was a bit of a Jack the Lad? 
You know Dorse better than me. Yeah, and I, don't, I didn't hear what Dorse said. So, I, I don't know. The, the Cipriani thing is an interesting one. He does divide opinion. Um, and I, you know, do you know what? I don't know. Maybe he does take more managing than some players. And maybe he says what he thinks a lot. And maybe what he thinks is kind of said publicly and disagrees with the coaches publicly. I don't know. But he is a wonderful player. So, I think if there's acid in there, like there's Kevin, there was with Kevin Peterson, where he is abusing his teammates behind their back and sort of stuff, that doesn't work. I'd rather not have a good player, but if there's not that, I think there's two ways to look. You've got at to it. have it. There's <laughs> two ways it. to look at. It. There's one way of right. What does he do on the pitch every weekend? You just look at that. Mm. Think what he can deliver and what he can give that team. Or you got to look at what he does off the field as well and what he's like in a team environment, because that has to be taken into account as well. Because mm. he's going to be around a team twenty-four-seven. It's not just on the weekend, but. If you if you're judging him by what he does on a weekend, wow, wow, wowzers, wowzers! How he gets um, that attack going, Stuart Brumhill. Who was the player you played with who had put on the most timber between the last game of the season and pre-season? Car, I know mine. Duncan Bell. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we had. So we used to do. You get tested for body fat, millimeters of body fat over seven sites, and I was like, finish the season at. 38 mils and they said you are allowed to go up to 44 mils right 44 mils is your max i came back and i was 48 mils so i was four mils over so i was in fat club belly was 98 mils he was he was more than double my fat and we and he was in the green group when we he was in he was like in more than doubled he was 48 mils at the end of the season and he came back at 98 mils he'd more than doubled his count i always remember richard hibbard when he was young and he first got into the squad the welsh squad they used to, they used to be on fat burners all the time, fat burner sessions before training. I remember we went up this. I probably talked about this. We went up this massive sand dune called Merth Mar, right? It's sort of Bridgem way. Yeah. And he was on his hands and knees, and he was adamant that he couldn't run anymore. So they made him crawl while the rest of us ran. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, now look at him now. Yeah, he's done all right, isn't he? Oh, mate, he's done phenomenal. You know, he's player. dropped a lot of weight. It's just a shame. I think a lot of people feel a little bit sorry for him that he didn't get more Welsh caps because what he was doing at Gloucester was fantastic and it wasn't really transferring on the international scene, I was he? He wasn't getting selected. No, I certainly think he's missed out on a load of caps. Maybe it's because yeah. he went, came to England. He is, a, he is quality. Um, I have a couple more. Nigel Ripath, yeah, one for flats. I've never heard you mention hookers when it comes to scrum dominance. How much of a part do they play? Um, they play a massive part, so... If you've got, can I just stop you there? Yeah. Can I just add to that? Can you tell us the part they play on your ball and the opposition ball? Because it's different, isn't it? Yep. <clears throat> so what what you can have is you, you if you've got two big old lumps, you can take care of a young slash small slash slightly weaker hooker. So not saying we were brilliant or anything like that, but when the first few games Dave Ward played with us, the first few games that Will Tanner, a young guy who I always thought was really good, played with us. With me and Belly, you know, we were we were quite big and heavy, and we could hold a scrum up against most teams most of the time. So they could feel quite safe and could operate, do what they wanted to do, and we would we would keep it up and keep it moving forward at least or steady at least. Um, when you get a hooker needs to be able to scrummage, but there are hookers that scrummage to different extents. On our ball, you need the props to be really really strong, and you need your hooker to be flexible because he needs to lift his foot up and hook it. Um, and while he lifts his foot up, we we get weaker. Of course, so you need your props to keep it up, keep it strong, keep him tight, keep your hips next to his a bit so he's not 
swinging around on his own in there. Um, so really, you want to you want to squash the second row's heads between your hips, ideally. That's give, you want to make sure your second row's have got cauliflower ears, you know, and their ears hurt after a game. That's what you really want. Then you know you've squeezed them in. On the opposition ball, what you not always what you often want is to create a two-on-one. So I would pull a hooker in tight to me, try and give the tight head opposite us a small hole to get into. So he has to bash his head in between ours, which isn't pleasant, distracts him a bit. But then you really, really want uh, me and our hooker targeting that one guy. So make it a two-on-one. So we both go for him. The challenge then is, do you leave your tight head out swimming on his own? So you need to bring the tight head with you, but you can't always have a tight head ripping across at that angle. So... There is work to be done for a hooker. It's difficult, but um, you know, I what you ideally want is an aggressive, strong hooker, so we can both go for the opposition tight head, and you want an absolute unit on the tight head. Which is, I remember playing with Julian White and Belly a lot. Belly, Belly's underrated player, mind. So we would often, Mirzi and I would just go at a tight head prop, and we'd say to Belly, "You're on your own for a bit," and he'd say, "Cool, I'm alright with that." And they couldn't budge him. We're playing against Toulouse, Stade Francais. Um, watching Belly play against the All Blacks when England did the same. Woodcock couldn't budge him. So when he was on it, you could leave Belly on his own and he'd put his anchors in and Mirzi and I could attack the tight head and try and disrupt their ball, basically. Uh, what would be the ideal height for a hooker? Because you get small ones like Mirzi, uh, then you get yeah. tall ones. There isn't one. The best height, the best hooker is, the best hookers are the best hookers. doesn't matter what okay. height they are. Fine. So Carl Heyman's one of the greatest tight heads and he's 6'4". Um, another great tight, Bacobas Fisaki, you'll see 5'11", 5'10". Yeah. So it makes no odds. He's half the size of Heyman, but a more a more powerful scrummager. So you're make, starting to get a lot of back robing of it to hookers now, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and that that the new rules, the new Christian Daisy was a was a back rower before he became a hooker. The new laws help that because you can get into a nice position pretty much every time. Yeah. You still get buckled, but you're not getting mullered on the hit anymore. So if I was playing against someone who wasn't that experienced, I would try and muller them on the hit, bash them on the hit to break their body shape. But now there is, I would say, no excuse when the ball comes into the scrum, not to be in a good body position. So that helps people who want to convert. When I played sevens and I'd prop, um, because the benefit of me playing sevens and propping was that you had an in-and-out gas man that was also in the pack. <laughs> but I would just pump my legs like I was pushing a sled. Not going anywhere. Just do one, two, one, two, one, two, just one, two. Just smashing it. And then you'd hear the call from scrum half, ball's out, break. Basically jogging on the spot you were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'd use my neck to like try and get underneath their their peck and then yeah. lift them up and give them their wings yeah <laughs> that's the astronaut position um, um, but yeah we are right um, I think we've only got do a couple us. of pods left haven't we yeah, Semis and final yeah them, but it? please please follow Twitter we don't want you to miss out on these tickets it's going to be it's going to be dope it's going to be sold out it's going to be sick sure. it's going to be sick we want you to come to Reading to the James Haskell live pod it's the last live pod we're doing with Fullers with Guinness also give us a load of stuff to ask him yeah we'll get into him what do you want to know? Yeah. Um, have a good week. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.